and welcome to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast. I'm Mary Berghammer, and I homeschooled all four of my children from preschool through high school graduation. You can do it too. Welcome to episode 11 of the Homeschooling for Moms podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful week. In this episode, I'm going to talk about umbrella schools. In case you're not familiar with the term umbrella school, I will start out by explaining what that is. The very short definition would be a school in which you enroll your children, but they don't actually go there. You still homeschool them. Now, there are a wide range of services that umbrella schools offer, depending on the specific umbrella school and the state they are located in. Some may offer lots of things such as record keeping, which would be grades, attendance, report cards, cumulative record, etc., curricula, homeschool counseling and advice, etc. That's just an example of some things that could be offered by an umbrella school. There are also some out there that simply register your child in their school and only ask for attendance since that is all that is required by law in that specific state. Could be different depending on what state you live in. In many states, umbrella schools are recognized much like a private school, so therefore if your child is enrolled in an umbrella school, it's almost as if they are enrolled in a private school. Also, many times the umbrella school will provide a diploma upon graduation, and many homeschool parents prefer this as opposed to printing up their own diploma. One of the downsides of some umbrella schools is that they may require you to do certain things or adhere to certain standards or maybe follow their course of study. When I say downside, I'm referring to, you know, the homeschoolers out there who prefer to have more freedom in homeschooling and the curricula they choose and when and how they teach certain subjects. So I guess I really shouldn't say it's a downside. It's just more of a preference. Um, I do have experience with a great umbrella school. I chose to enroll my children in this school when my oldest was close to starting high school. In Florida, the state requires homeschooled students to either be evaluated by a certified teacher every year or take standardized tests. When enrolled in an umbrella school, however, this doesn't apply since my children were considered enrolled in a private school. I really liked the umbrella school in which I had my children enrolled. They did provide a course of study help. Um, They had one course of study for high school that they recommended if your child was planning on going to college, and they had another one if they weren't planning on going the traditional college route did have to report what subjects they were studying each year, what curricula or books they were using to teach those subjects. I also had to report their grades every quarter or semester and provide attendance records. They also offered a portfolio where you could enter like extracurricular activities and other info um, that would accumulate each year um, that you could use when applying for colleges later. And this particular umbrella school also provided counseling. Um, I could email anybody whenever I had a question. It was it was just a really good option for us. And later they provided their diplomas as well. When my youngest was in high school, he wanted to dual enroll in college. And that's something that Florida does allow and provides here. And that's when you take college classes while you're still in high school and you earn credit for both at the same time. So for example, you would take an English class at the college and you would earn high school credit for it as well. It's a great option, right? They can take an English class that's only one semester and it counts for a whole year of high school. But this is where we ran into a little problem with the umbrella school. The college didn't recognize the umbrella school. And when I say that, I mean that there was some kind of an agreement that the school needed to have with the college. And I cannot remember what it was called. But anyway, that agreement didn't exist between our umbrella school and the college. So therefore, 
to be able to dual enroll my son in the college, he had to be registered as a homeschool student. So that's what I did. I had to register him as a homeschooler with the superintendent of schools in our district. So he was still enrolled in the umbrella school. And I also registered him as a homeschooler um, so that he could go to the college. He still received his diploma from the umbrella school because I kept him enrolled there as well. And that was my preference, right? We didn't have to do that. It was no big deal. I think that Florida is very homeschool friendly, but I just decided that that is what I wanted to do, you know, so that he could still get his diploma from a school and still um, be able to dual enroll in the college. You know, he ended up getting his AA degree, I think it was like maybe two semesters after he graduated high school, so it worked really well for him. So as you can see, there's a lot of benefits of being enrolled in an umbrella school, depending on where you live and your state's laws. So, you know, I'm not an attorney. I do not give legal advice on homeschooling or anything else. And of course, I haven't lived in every state, so it may be different depending on where you live. And depending on the umbrella schools in your area, there can also be some drawbacks you know, if you really like to have more freedom in what and when you teach different things during your children's school years. So if you like the idea of an umbrella school, but want to keep your freedom to teach what and when you want, just search around for an umbrella school in your state that does not require you to do too much in that sense. As I mentioned, there were quite a few in my state that just required attendance. And by that, I mean only the number of days they did school each quarter or each semester. It wasn't an exact day-by-day -day calendar showing which days you did school and which days you were off. It was just reporting the total number, so you still had that flexibility to do homeschool your way and what was best for your children. So, you know, umbrella schools are just another option, and it's great to have options. So let me know if an umbrella school is something that sounds appealing to you and why, or if you have experience with an umbrella school, good or bad. I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you for listening to the Homeschooling for Moms podcast, K-6 edition. If you have been helped or encouraged in any way, would you mind leaving me a five-star review and let me know what topics have been most helpful to you? You could also let me know if you have any questions or if there is a topic you would like me to dig into in a future episode. I read through every single review myself and would love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. See you in the next episode.